Please rise. Court is now in session. I strenuously object. A legal podcast brought to you by the Pittsburgh law firm of Flaherty Fardo is now in session. All those seeking information about the law and legal matters affecting the people of Pittsburgh and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, half-baked opinions, and a dose of self-indulgence are invited to attend and participate. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The defense strenuously objects. You would! Call the first witness. Hello out there, everyone, and welcome once again to I Strenuously Object uh, in an episode I'd like to essentially describe as my Godfather 3 episode, that is to say. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. So we thought recently we got some measure of certainty and, and kind of settledness with the the situation with the CLR and Allegheny County Property Tax Appeals. Maybe we were a little premature there. There's still a lot of chaos out there to sort our way through and some late breaking news that we do want to bring to everyone's attention. So uh, yet again, in her regular and ongoing appearance here, it is the queen of tax appeals, Nicole. She's a killer queen. Uh, Amick here to join us yet again and to talk again about what since last time we talked what's changed uh, in the in the world of property tax appeals so Nicole what I want to do today uh, without formulating it in terms of the five questions three questions that we did last time on it is kind of go chronologically because there's a there's there is at least some amount of news for essentially every type of tax appeal that, that's still out there right now so first of all hello how are you hello i'm good i like your shirt for our <laughs> listeners you. bill's shirt says sorry i'm late i saw a dog upon first meeting my now wife's family one of her family members indicated that perhaps my best feature and I feel like it's damning with faint praise, uh, but my best feature was the way in which I react to dogs. Uh, in response to that, uh, my wife then undertook a period of time where basically every shirt she purchased me for every gift-giving holiday and or just because was dog-themed in some form or fashion, this shirt being being one of those. so I agree with that analysis of you, Bill, so that's, that's good. <laughs> I'd like to think I have some other things going for me too, but like, I'll take it. I feel like I react positively to dogs in the way that all sane, rational, normal human beings should react positively to dogs. What sane human beings should not do uh, is assume that we're anywhere near the end of the road here when it comes to the property tax situation here in Allegheny County. So first of all, with respect to 2022 appeals and the Commonwealth Court's order that Steb recalculate the ratio uh, and th those old appeals that are still open and out there. What's the situation? So Steb did in fact recalculate the 2022 ratio. So that's the ratio being used for 2022 appeals. They affirmed the Judge Hertzberg previous order issuing the ratio at being 63.5% for 2022. So we're now waiting to see if any appeals are filed to challenge that, but it seems like there is some general consensus that that may resolve at least the 2022 issue. Now, when you say resolve the 2022 issue, you mean specifically what ratio is going to be used? Correct, because we're still waiting for thousands of decisions for last year. So they've been waiting for basically this information before issuing them. 
And there might be a slight rounding difference from the way I was reading the articles. I couldn't quite tell. That is, it, it looked like maybe Judge Hertzberg's order went to the hundredth of a percent. Correct. But Steb's calculation only went to the tenth of a percent, which might make a difference for a sufficiently high-valued property. But otherwise, you're you're not talking about a whole lot uh, when you're talking about like 0.03%. Correct. But there remains another issue with 2022 appeals, which is what about people who settled 2022 appeals last year or early this year, and then the appeal period opened back up and people have tried to file essentially reappeals, right? File a 2022 appeal for a case where a 2022 appeal was previously filed and adjudicated. Uh, what's going on with those cases? So when we're talking about adjudicated, um, to be clear, if there was a case that was filed in 2022 at BPAR, which is the first level, and then withdrawn or someone didn't appear to it, they had the option of refiling an appeal in 2022. So that was someone that just had been at the beginning part of the process. They were permitted to file a new appeal and try again, basically. For people that adjudicated the 2022 tax year at the Board of Viewers um, and also the 2023 tax year at the Board of Viewers, um, basically, once you've adjudicated a tax year at a part of the Court of Common Pleas, which is what the Board of Viewers is, the Office of Property Assessments has taken the position that you cannot reopen that tax year because there is a court order stating what the value is for that tax year. So even though Allegheny County Council opened up 2022 appeals to property owners, they did not open up appeals then basically if you already settled your case at the board of viewers for that year. And so that's led to some confusion because that wasn't something that was specifically discussed with Allegheny County Council. Obviously, there's a lot of wrinkles when you do these things that you know, they're not considering every single situation, but um, there wasn't anything that stated specifically that that was how they were going to deal with that specific st situation. But that is how they are dealing with it right now at the Office of Property Assessments and basically saying, you're already done for 2022. If you filed a new 2023 appeal, that's fine. But once the court order is listed for that tax year, you're done for that year. Okay. So let me try to follow this through just a little bit. So if you settled your 2022 appeal, at the board of viewers in like late 2022 or early 2023, um, maybe or maybe not while there was some news and confusion where it was uncertain what this number was, but certainly before this number was set in any meaningful way by a court order or, or eventually by Steb in its final form, you made that settlement with some idea in your head of what the appropriate CLR was to reduce your market value for 2022, your, your current market value to a base year value. Everyone who's who's doing these cases, litigating these cases, ultimately settling these cases, is doing that with the the STEB ratio at any given time is one of the foremost factors in their head. And everyone who reached an adjudication or a settlement for 2022 until a couple months ago, all those people had the wrong number in their head, correct? Correct. It's I mean, it's been such a roller coaster. There's been so many developments, but like I was telling you before we got on today, I settled my personal house. I settled my case, which was a board of viewers case that I was handling, obviously, um, on behalf of myself. I settled it in January of 2022. So the 2022 tax year was included in that. And I settled it for a ratio well above 63.5% because I obviously had no idea this was going to happen. No one did. So I settled my own case and many other cases um, for what at that time was below the ratio that we thought it was going to be. 
And now I cannot go back and reappeal that year, even though things have changed significantly since then. So um, it is a difference. And you say change significantly, but it's not just that. The reason it's changed significantly is everyone agrees the county did the math wrong or, or did the data wrong that they then sent to Steb to do the math. Incorrect data was sent by one of the taxing entities. So it's not as if this was, you know, kind of a mutual mistake. This is a mistake by one of the parties to these board of viewers procedures. And still people are being told that they can't open this case back up. Correct. And and there is a distinction, which you were referencing before, of a case that was settled, for example, in January or February of 2022 and a case that was settled in November of 2022. Because by then we at least had some idea that that number was going to change. In January or February of 2022, we did not. I mean, there's always cases pending challenging stuff about assessments. You never know what's going to happen with them like any other court case. So I certainly wouldn't hold off on resolving cases because something's pending because then you would never solve anything. You would never resolve any case. But um, it is frustrating uh, both personally and uh, on behalf of our clients that they have taken such a hardline approach on it because, like you said, you know these are people um, like myself who are being negatively impacted because basically a government entity lied. <laughs> so, I mean, that is a thing that has been basically admitted in open court. So, you know, there's different ways you can try to file motions to reopen things, but, you know, you're talking about expenses, you're talking about time. Um, it's an un- unfortunate situation that honestly, you're looking at property owners who are footing the bill on all of this and are being negatively impacted by all of this. So it's definitely a frustrating wrinkle in this whole saga. Okay. That's 2022. And, and, For most of the time we've been discussing the problems in 2022, we thought at least we had a set number for 2023. That seems to have been put into a little bit of flux too. What can you tell me about that? So the number for 2023 that came out last year, because the ratios always come out the year before, was 63.6%. So we've known that for almost a year now. Recently, the attorney that's been handling a majority of these cases has challenged that ratio, basically stating that clearly if the ratio for 2022 is 63.5%, the ratio for 2023 should be lower than that uh, as an acknowledgement that basically property values have gone up over that period. And that was a very recent development to this whole situation. What's going to happen with it? Obviously, like I said before, we have no idea. But one thing that I've been doing to kind of protect our clients, and I've talked to a couple other attorneys about this, is I had filed all the owner appeals I filed this year. I filed both a 2022 and a 2023. And the reason I did that is because at the time I was filing these, we didn't know what the ratio was for 2022. So I wanted to give myself options to protect our clients any way we needed to, to have both of those appeals pending. Um, when we got the 22 ratio, I thought maybe I should just withdraw the 2023s because then that 2022 ratio moves forward. But if the 2023 ratio might change, I want to have both those appeals pending as well, because then we could be looking at again, two different ratios over those two years. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm just kind of letting it ride and then we're going to see what happens. Well, and and the good news here, right, is unlike the the really big move for when we adjusted 2022 even if the 2023 ratio even if the data there is wrong and the number is wrong and it needs to be corrected again the change there were presumably I, I haven't 
I don't have the data and so haven't done the math, uh, but presumably we're talking about a significantly smaller change in the order of a couple percent and not 20%. I would guess, yes. I mean, that that's the suggestion by the attorney that filed it is basically the ratio for 2023 should be somewhere between the 63.5% that it is for 2022 and then the much the lower value for 2024, which I know we're going to get into in a minute. But it should be somewhere between those two, which I think makes sense generally. That's usually how that would go. Yeah. I mean, there's sometimes you could have a year, I guess, where where property values depreciate instead of appreciate where the number could pop back up. But that's that's obviously uncommon. It's not typically how even in kind of slow growing real estate markets, they still go up, not down. Okay, so one more to bring up, because as you mentioned earlier, the each year they calculate the STEB ratio for the following year uh, to be used for determining their appeals. And we are now well into May uh, and almost halfway through 2023, which is crazy. Uh, so given that, uh, do we have any news as yet about what the ratio is or is expected to be or, you know, will be subject to multiple asterisks um, for 2024? So Stubb, when they announced this 2022 recalculation, it was basically at the same time they announced all the 2024 ratios across the state because they do this for every county. And the ratio, at least right now, for Allegheny County for 2024 is 54.5%. Wow. So that that will apply to appeals filed next year, not appeals that are pending, not appeals that are at the board of viewers right now. It applies to appeals next year. That number is a significant decrease again from what we've been dealing with with uh, 2022 and 2023 and may create yet another big opportunity for property owners to be the ones filing appeals here, correct? Correct. And and something that I talk to a lot of people about daily is that is the 2024 ratio. So that ratio should theoretically apply to the 2024 value of your property. That does not apply to a 2020 purchase price. It does not apply to a 2018 purchase price. There's definitely a lot of confusion in articles that are being sent out and what people are saying about how that works. But basically, we would need to look at the 2024. So I, I'm going to be reviewing those cases next year, not now. But in 2024, you know, say we have an issue with the debt ceiling stuff that's going on in the real estate market crashes, you know, all of that stuff's going to factor into stuff for next year. I'm not going to review those cases now. We have seen a stall in the market a little bit because of the interest rates right now. So we'll see how all of that goes. But um, again, that applies to the value next year. So definitely not like a blanket applying to old purchase prices. It's a case by case review, but certainly as this trends down, 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 that's helpful to property owners. I think this might be a helpful bullet point for people who, and and God bless them if they made it this far into yet another crunching through CLR numbers podcast and, and need this perspective instead at this point. But just so we're clear, because I think a lot of people out there think that when they're reading an article that says, oh, hey, the, the new ratio for 2024 is going to be 54.5%. In their head, what that means is everyone's assessment should be set at 54.5% of their purchase price. And that's not true. It's only 54.5% of your purchase price if you're purchasing in the year that that specific ratio applies to, right? If I bought my house, and, and this gets obvious the further you get back, if I bought my house in, you know, 2015, 
for a hundred thousand dollars. I don't get to come in now when this number changes and say, well, before I was assessed at $100,000, so now I should be assessed at $54,000. No, because the theory is you would actually have to do math twice, right? You'd first have to take that 2016 number and bring it all the way up to the present value. What is my property worth now if it was worth 100? And then you go back down. to And, and that's theoretically the math that's happening here, right? 54.5% is supposed to be the number talking about now next year's number, right, is supposed to be the number that makes it such that a house that sells for $209,000 in 2024 should be taxed the same as a house that sold for $100,000 in 2012. That's how the base year works. That's the whole purpose of this number, right? Correct. And it, it, it gets confusing too, because property values have gone up so significantly, especially in certain areas of the county. So even when I see a purchase price from 2013 or 14, if I'm looking at it from a current value approach, I can find often sale prices much higher than what I think I'm going to find in terms of what they're going to support as a current assessment value. So I've had a lot of people reaching out to me saying, I filed appeals for 2023 because everyone told me to do it, but now I have no idea what I'm doing. Do I have a case? Because I have a hearing scheduled now. So it's a lot of, I think, hysteria of saying it's it's a great time to save taxes. So people are filing appeals, but I will say uh, for 2023, we've started hearings for that year. School districts are fighting them very aggressively. A lot of districts have been bringing in comps that support increases for owner appeals. So I've been telling people, even if they don't want to hire me, just be careful because there is nothing that says just because it's an owner filed appeal, the only outcome, your worst case scenario is not keeping it the same. Your worst case scenario in some situations is an increase, even though you filed an appeal. So that's not to scare people, but that's just to say you need to have the evidence to back it up and also understand that school districts are defending these cases as is their right to do. So I've seen that now that hearings have started for this year. There are school districts that are bringing in sometimes what I think is very ridiculous evidence in terms of appreciation, but they're doing it. So just something to be aware of. And I think as a general rule, the following statement is correct. If I've got an old sale on my property, right, if I bought my property a long time ago, all of this news with the shifting percentages isn't good for me. And in fact, once everyone else's numbers adjust, it might end up bad for me because everyone's going to raise their military. Yes yeah, so and no. I mean, obviously it depends on your specifics, but the one thing you said that I will absolutely agree with is next year, once all these appeals pan out and districts have to start giving massive refunds, which is what they're going to have to do, millage rates are going to go up, I think, everywhere. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens because we haven't seen that this year because nothing's happened yet. Basically, we're going to see the impact of that next year. The county has basically already said, uh, we might have to start increasing millage rates um, because they're having to issue for office spaces, for buildings that no one's renting anymore. I mean, these people are filing appeals and getting massive reductions. So we're kind of seeing that where, yes, some people are benefiting from this, but people that aren't filing appeals and their assessments just staying the same, their taxes are about to go up. So it's good and it's bad, kind of depending on what position you're in. And let me throw just a little bit more gas uh, onto this flame here. Uh, have you heard anything about a reassessment? This is the million dollar question in Allegheny County. People ask me about this all the time. Now, no one has an answer. 
uh, with any definitive yes or no. Do we need one? Yes. Everyone that understands assessments, I think, agrees on that point. Owner reps, school district reps, um, things have gotten so out of hand in certain areas that I think it would make sense for a lot of reasons to just kind of start over again. I mean, obviously, we saw a reduction in the ratio being used from 2021 at 87.5% to 2024 at 54%. So that's a, what, 33% reduction in the ratio being used over three years. So it's all over the place. And I think we just need to start over again. Um, I think that would be the fairest to everyone. And I think a lot of people agree on that, but it's not a popular thing to do because people think if a reassessment happens, everyone's taxes are going up. That is not true. Not everyone's taxes would go up. It's not the same thing, but it's politically not popular. Um, That being said, Sarah Namorado, who won the Democratic primary for county executive, has talked about the need for a reassessment. So it will be interesting to see if she presumably wins the election, what she will do about that. There's also various pending cases that I think will ultimately potentially request it. So I think the wheels are turning in that direction. I think that will further um, be discussed next year when all of a sudden a lot of people are getting their tax bills and saying, wait a second, why are my taxes higher? Because it's going to be basically everyone. Um, And that I think will start drawing more attention to the fact of like, wait a second. And I think people don't really care about this until it starts impacting them. And next year that's going to be like, a lot of people, hundreds of thousands of people in the county, I think. So I think that will kind of further draw more attention to this issue. And I think, I would think in the next couple of years, someone is either going to get it court ordered or a, a government official is going to start championing it. Because again, I just think it makes sense at this point. Yeah. I mean, reassessments are and have been deeply unpopular and people view them as raising their taxes when at least in theory, there are actual laws in place that are supposed to keep the reassessment basically revenue neutral. So it should shift around taxes and people should go up as other people go down to kind of re-equalize things. But the idea, the way the law is actually written is when you do a reassessment, it's supposed to be revenue neutral. Uh, unlike whatever is going to happen with everyone raising their millage rates next year to make up for this mess. Uh, People should be less worried about a reassessment and more worried about just higher taxes generally. Uh, But people often kind of conflate one for the other. But because it's so unpopular, right, what have we seen? The last two reassessments were done by order of court um, because politically the, the the will wasn't there. No one wanted to have to absorb the political blowback for being the one to say, yes, we need a reassessment. And so that got foisted off onto the court system. Right now, there's a creeping suspicion here. Everyone kind of thinks that one is is due, but no one wants to be the one to kind of uh, to flip the switch on that. So we're just kind of waiting to see if uh, if some political actor makes that decision or if some judge in one of the innumerable cases that keep showing up in our court system, some judge finally says enough's enough time to do a a reassessment. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really understand why they're politically unpopular in the sense that if we just did them and did them regularly, a lot of these problems wouldn't be happening. And there's a lot of government money that is spent on school district appeals, appeals in general, Um, so I think it would ultimately, it would take a while to like get into, say we did it every three years. 
it would take a little bit of adjustment or every five years or something like that. But a lot of other states and counties do it that way. And you don't see, like, for example, when I have a homeowner that bought an old Lawrenceville row house that's assessed for 40000 and they bought it for 700000 and their taxes are going up 10 times, you don't see that when you have regular reassessments. So it kind of softens the blow. It just kind of starts everyone at a, a neutral place and goes up incrementally from there as opposed to seeing these huge shifts in value. So, I mean, I think that that's what would probably make the most sense. But to start, I think we need to start over. I think the system's a little bit of a mess right now. And um, yeah, that's my two cents. So so just so we're clear, the queen here is coming out onto the, the open airwaves of the I Strenuously Object podcast and specifically advocating for a policy we both agree is so unpopular that no actual political figure is willing to sign their name to it for decades at a time. Correct. And, and again, the reason it's unpopular is because people don't understand what it means. So I get that. I mean, I don't want my taxes to go up either. I'm a homeowner. I totally get that. But when they ask the county executives, are you going to increase county taxes? Are you going to do a reassessment? They phrased it as one question. It's not one question. It's not the same thing. So I think if people really understood what it is, they wouldn't be opposed to it because that's just the fairest for literally everybody. So yeah, I'm in favor of it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I want to take the popular position here and come out against the reassessment. Um, I'll tell you this. Um, if the reassessment is done perfectly, there would be no particularly good reason to oppose it, right? It's just fairness. There will be individuals who are like, hey, I'm reaping a benefit and that benefit's going away and I feel bad for someone who's owned their property for 30 years and because it hasn't sold, their taxes were low and now all of a sudden, you know, their individual taxes are going up, right? That's the problem. You're going to do a reassessment and there will be X percent of the population who their taxes were lower, they get reassessed, now their taxes are higher. And for those people, they're going to blame whoever ordered the reassessment and not the decades that went before where property values got more and more out of whack. Although in addition to blaming who ordered the reassessment, they can now blame you, Nicole. Congratulations. Well, at the end of the day, the people that are buying new properties are absorbing all of that for everybody. And I've talked to many business people. I mean, people love complaining to me all the time and I get that, but saying, I don't know why I live in Pittsburgh. I don't know why this is happening to me. Why did my company relocate me here? This is not fair that this is happening. And I tend to, you know, I tend to agree with them. The system's definitely not perfect the way that it is. And again, it would certainly lessen the blow and avoid these massive increase of taxes if we just did this regularly instead of the way we do it now, which is like piecemeal, we'll figure it out as time goes on and hope for the best. And I don't think it's working. All right. Thanks again, Nicole, for still more information and the ever-changing environment here uh, on property tax appeals here in Allegheny County. That will do it for this episode of I Strenuously Object. Thank you for listening. Hope you, you learned something, maybe had some laughs, or uh, can, can maybe find a route to save some money here. If so, please subscribe, rate, review the pod, tell your friends, uh, listen to us loudly in public so that other people overhear it, whatever you have to do to help us grow. Uh, if you have any questions for our mailing it in segment, feel free to email the podcast at iobject at pghfirm.com. We are on Instagram. That's at I Strenuously Object Podcast. And of course, for any questions, updates, information regarding county tax appeals or any other legal matters, visit Flaherty Fardo's website at pghfirm.com. 
Until next time, some parting advice. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli.